What's up, everybody? It's Monica. Welcome back to Growing with Love. We're here with a new episode. I want to thank y'all for joining me on this journey, as I usually say in each of my episodes. But I just want y'all to know that I'm so eternally grateful for this creative space that I have created for myself and just the support that I receive from all of you. Um, whether it's y'all just tuning in, whether it's all y'all sharing my podcast, whether it's y'all just sending me feedback and, you know, all that. I really appreciate it. Today, I am going to be a little academic and talk about one of the classes that I'm finishing up at Columbia right now. I'm finishing my first year in a master's program for psychology in education, and I am part of the Spirituality Mind Body Institute. So the class that I have been able to take this, the classes I've been able to take from being at the school and being in this program are honestly phenomenal. Um, are there downsides to being a low-income BIPOC at an Ivy League? Oh, hell yeah. Um, but I... I'm such a nerd and I am so into what it is that I'm learning that I can't get away from the gratitude that I have to be able to learn and have access to this knowledge, right, that I want to be able to share with y'all, whether it's the way that I integrate and embody this work or whether it's me sharing it with y'all like I'm going to today. So one of the classes that I got to take this semester was imagination, authenticity, individuation, and transformative learning. So it's basically throughout this last semester, we facilitated and so me, we, as in me and my peers, facilitated conversations with one another that really helped us dive into our creative process, dive into our imagination, our intuition, um, you know, really got to critically self-reflect on how we viewed our authenticity, when we feel the safest to be authentic, and um, our pursuit of individuation or understanding and acknowledging how we can be our own person and how that holds power in navigating the world, even though it's a very scary thing. Um, you know, whether that's because of the things that have been ingrained in us since childhood, from culture, white supremacy, capitalism, or even now social media. And um, so it was a pretty awesome class. But I wanted to read some of the quotes that I had from certain readings that really stuck with me. And my main focus or the biggest impact that this class had on me was the way that I viewed transformation and authenticity. Um, and mind you, I am in the School of Education there. So also, <laughs> little flex, Columbia has actually been announced as the number one, um, well, Teachers College has been announced the number one education graduate school in the country. So when I graduate, I will be part of, not only be part of like the 2% of Latinas that have a master's degree, but I will be able to say that me, little old me, First gen will have graduated from the number one education school in the country. So I wish I had one of those things because then I just make it like cheer at the end of it. But, you know, that's something that needs to be acknowledged. That's something that needs to be like I need to acknowledge in myself and um, that I feel pride in and I'm proud of myself. And this long journey that this last year has been and this next year is going to be 
while I understand and accept that I am deserving of my space here um, and that I can take up space at this school and that I am intelligent and brilliant in, in unique ways. And this class really helped me reflect and acknowledge that. And I hope that I am able to convey that in the rest of my podcast. Um, so most of the readings that we did, well, some of them were geared towards teaching, right? And my idea is like that teachers aren't just in the education system. We've all had mentors or people that have taught us things outside of our, you know, traditional teachers at like secondary school or things like that. Um, so I just wanted to let y'all know that before I go into reading the text. So I read a I read a reading for class that was called Teaching with Presence, and it was by Lloyd Colonelson. And this is a quote that really stood out to me, and we'll reflect on it after. A teacher must, to a certain degree, make themselves vulnerable to students, primarily by showing them that they are a human being just as they are, having faults, weakness, weaknesses, desires, and ambitions. They continue by saying that if a teacher does this, they may be able to mitigate power differentials in the classroom and engender a caring, respecting, and trusting environment. This is an environment where learners are freer to risk, challenge, and reciprocate with openness themselves. And after I read this, it made me think of classrooms where I got to feel safe to mess up, right? Um... And, you know, as I've gotten older, I'm not saying that this is a classroom. I have no way in taking that teacher role on. But this is a place where I've chosen to reflect and be vulnerable and, you know, be my authentic self and allow myself to express myself creatively um, in hopes of being able to hold space for those that are listening to do the same or to encourage that or to, you know what, just have you reflect on where you're at in that moment and understand that that's okay too if you're not ready to be there, right? We can't expect everyone to be at the same place. And we have to understand that everyone's journey is their own. But in order for me to create a space that I feel is you know safe for others and safe for myself i i want to be able to have the real me shine through instead of this idea of what it is that's you know people expect of me what it is that you know i somehow expect of myself um and really hone it back into that soul work and that self that i am inside and let that shine through whether it's you know, digested well or not, it is who I am. And I don't know, I've just been in this space where I have felt like I've been transforming more often. And almost every day I'm someone new, but that I'm really finally feeling very comfortable in my own skin, that I'm feeling very proud of who it is that I am and how far I've come. And that I am feeling safe in myself to show myself to the world 
in the unique ways that I feel I want to when I want to, right? Because nobody's entitled to me. <laughs> um, and just like we're not entitled to anybody. So yeah, I created this space so that we can realize that nobody's really above anybody else. We're all human. We're all messing up. We've all had like embarrassing experiences. We all have things that we don't really want to talk about that we're going through. Um, but we also have dreams. We have goals. We have aspirations. We have things that we're fighting for, you know. Um, and we have moments that we're all experiencing joy, you know. And what a beautiful, complex experience the human experience is. And I want us to make being authentic and being an individual more common and make it the new normal, right? Because why is it so hard for us to allow ourselves to be ourselves? So one of the next readings that I did was Authenticity and Imagination by John Enderks. And I am so big on authenticity. I am so big on it because I think we need it. I think it shows some type of resistance to the status quo. And it also shows the ability to rebel in a humanitarian way, right? Um, it's an act of revolution. And it's so it's so unique to us. Because we also have to figure out who we are and how do we do that? Um, so one of the statements that I really appreciated was the development of authenticity rests with our willingness to muck around in the dark, messy, unpredictable world of unconscious. And that really resonates with me. And it reminds me of that one statement. I think it's a Buddhist statement, like no, no mud, no lotus, right? There's this beautiful flower that comes from the mud and nobody really wants to get themselves dirty but that's how we kind of come up with these gems of wisdom, these gems of understanding, these gems of um, compassion towards ourselves and towards others that allow us to navigate the world in a better way, in a, in a way that has a greater understanding that, you know, two truths can exist at the same time that contradict each other. Just being able to hold all these different perspectives at once which I think makes humanity kinder to one another, right? And safer for the individual self too. Um, so how do we do that? We have to kind of hold ourselves accountable. And me as someone who's, you know, willing to share myself in a vulnerable way, I feel like I have to have my own code of ethics and integrity because I don't want to just be on here spewing stuff that, I haven't taken the time to reflect on or, you know, really process and digest because then that's just kind of unethical and I'm saying things just to say things, right? I want this to be a space where we practice critical self-reflection and I'm able to just sit down here and be like, you know, this is kind of an embarrassing moment for me or something like that, or this is kind of a hard moment for me, but then this is what I've learned through allowing myself to work through that discomfort. And I think that's where authenticity shows up. It's not, you know, just us 
this is who I'm going to be now. It's like, okay, but what, where's the wisdom? Where's the knowledge that you can fall back on as you go through these lived experiences and things come up? You have to give yourself grace and time to sit with the times where, you know, maybe I can give you an example. I think of times where I haven't been the best friend, but the best of a friend can be, or I haven't, you know, been such a respectful daughter or such a nice sister. And by sitting with the discomfort that those moments bring, not only am I able to reflect on, you know, me being capable of being harmful or hurting someone's feelings, but also it's like, I have to sit with that and be like, okay, is this the person that I want to be? What are my next steps? How do I, one, make amends? How do I move differently moving forward? And I really truly believe that those moments of me sitting through the discomfort um, of my own emotions and not victimizing myself all the time have helped me realize what it means to be a better person and have helped me actually be able to make moving differently sustainable. Um, so with that, I really want to close with a statement that I felt was really powerful. It says, those that encourage us to ground our teaching practice within a deep sense of identity, integrity, and authenticity are asking us to make a profound commitment of time and intellectual and emotional energy to this work. And I want us all to sit with that and understand that we are all capable of being teachers just as much as we are all capable of being students. And to give yourself space to self-reflect. And if you're not in that space yet, to give yourself grace until you are, you know, it, the road to, you know, truly being an individual and loving your individuality and feeling safe in your authenticity is a very long road. And I'm definitely not at the end of that road either. But I think that as more spaces and as more people choose to make that choice, to move forward on that path, even if they may stray away from it at times because it happens. I think no matter what, like energetically that that goes out. Your inner work affects your outer world and you'll start being, being able to see the way that you even view the world transforms too. So that's just a little snippet of what I've learned this year and how I'm embodying it and integrating it into my own practice, and into my own unique form of creativity, which is expressing my thoughts and feelings and perspectives through this podcast. And I just want to thank you for joining me in this episode today. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye.